Let's go. <laughs> He's a cowboy. Oh, man. Listen, Josh, you had to hear that so many times last night because I kept winning. That's right. Pac-Man genius. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, baby. Hey, guys. So, so what's up? Avengers, how we all doing this Saturday? Good, good. What's going on, Chloe? What's going on, Josh? What's going on, Mike? What's, what's going on, people? How you guys? I'll... Oh, we good. Just chilling, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Lot... Mortal Kombat, what were you playing? 10, 11? Eleven. Yeah, I had like a um, a challenge last night, and um, so I did a stream where I was just like, "Look, all the people that's been talking trash throughout the week." This one guy <laughs> kept telling me, "Yo, get the game, get the game." I'm like, I already bought it on PlayStation when it first came out, and I spent like over a hundred dollars because it came out with so much stuff. So I'm like, I don't yeah. want to buy it again on Stadia. So they had a Black Friday sale. The guy was like, "Dude, it's only fourteen dollars." So I was like, "All right, I'll buy the base game." And then I was like, "But then I'm gonna I'm lay out the challenge. Everybody's been talking trash. Come see me." Stadia Pro Gaming was there. and um, Yo, shout out to Stadia Pro Gaming. Appreciate you, my bro. Yeah, man. He's been really cool. We've uh, we've connected recently, and uh, we plan on doing some things together. And, uh, yeah, so I had, like, a little Mortal Kombat tournament just for the people. I had it closed, so just for the people who was – we all have been talking trash throughout the week. And I played for about two hours and lost twice. Yeah, I saw that. That was uh, pretty impressive. And even Stadia Pro Gaming had to admit he whipped me bad and made me refund the game. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the cool thing with Stadia. If you play it under two hours, you could refund it and get your money back. Really? Yeah. You could be like, all right, you know, for whatever reason, I didn't like the game. Yeah, Google's really cool with that. Yeah. Two hours. As long as it's within two hours, here, take your money back. You didn't like the game, whatever reason. It's cool. Now, is it two hours of gameplay or two hours of the purchase? Um, I think it's. I don't know. You could, might have to ask Stadia Pro Gaming and explain <laughs> that to us. Yeah. I'm not, I never, like, I'm real critical on my purchases. So, pretty much, if I buy something, I did so much research, I really wanted it. But um, and then that's why I love Gamefly. There's games that I want to play, but listen, I Gamefly and it's going back. Or if I like it that much, I'll buy it. But, uh, yeah, I'm not 100% sure to answer that question. Sorry. I love that shirt, Chloe, even though it took you four episodes to get into it. But <laughs> you know what? <laughs> At least I watched it. That's like, mm. that shade. I'm throwing shade. <laughs> he said he was gonna watch Lovecraft Country. Relax. Um, he still has to also watch Harry Potter. Oh, I, I tried to help you, Miguel. I, <laughs> yeah. I tried. <laughs> he started it, right? He opened that door. So Lord of the Rings. Oh. And you know, I actually helped you out a little bit when I sent you the marathon on sci-fi. So no excuses. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I will watch Lovecraft, though. You, I said, you guys sold me. I watched your whole hour uh, review the other day. So, yeah. Absolutely. So thank you for that. Yeah. yeah I more thought the hour was, was talking. I didn't realize it was that long. It was good. Oh, yeah, your your mom, review? Your mom liked hour, it, yeah. too, right? Yeah, my mom liked it. She's my number right. one fan. <laughs> <laughs> By birth. <laughs> BC before Chloe, she been she been with me. Feel me? Oh, all right, <laughs> all right. So first order of business is the news that Brother Mike sent from JC about the apparent Amazonian film by director of Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins. So I think this is a I think this is a very Strategic move. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of fun as well. I think it's going to be great because Patty is very talented, 
And it reminded me of, let's say, competition between DC and Marvel because mm-hmm. there was that rumored Ukoye series that's supposed to be a trilogy. So it seems like it's going to serve similar demographics, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's dope to explore her world, um, uh, Wonder Woman, Diana Prince. Because even going back to the long, long time ago, comics and TV shows, like like she came there was that here, but they, but they never really explored her world. <laughs> you heard that? I heard that too. Um, uh, La Mascara and stuff like that. And I think mm-hmm. that those, um, her family, all the Amazonians, like that was the best part to me of part one. So I would love for them to explore that a little bit deeper. And uh, and I don't know if it's going to be before Diana was born, in the middle, wherever it is, but I think it's dope to explore that world. Absolutely. I think, I think they often try to do prequels because then they don't have to worry about casting a person to play that actual character, just like they did Gotham. So, you know, they could just get away with making Bruce Wayne little. Um, they don't have to get a prominent actor. I think that's one of the biggest things, like who's going to play somebody in the show, right? So they can make it simple if they make before Diana's birth, AKA Wonder Woman, as people didn't know, um, then yeah, this show could just be about, it's like uh, when they did um, the recent Superman show um, and I didn't watch it. I DVR'd it and never watched it. Um, it was called um, Small World? Krypton. No, Krypton. Oh, Krypton. Yeah, and it was all about before Superman was even born. So I feel like they could do the same thing with Wonder Woman, you know, and it, and, and they could, you know, you would still enjoy it because it's her backstory before her story. You know, it's kind of cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially since the I guess the uh, Mount was it Mount Olympus or Amazonian world uh, yeah. essentially has similar, uh, I guess, geographical significance as Wakanda being hidden in plain right. sight. That's cool. Yeah. And if you look at even the scene in uh, Justice League and uh, whatnot, they all could fight, not just Diana. You know exactly. what I mean? So they, they might not be as powerful as her, but, but mm-hmm. you know, but they, they're, they're all beasts. So I think that would be a yeah. wonderful show. It says but, Wonder uh, Woman was born <clears throat> from BDSM man. Long time, <laughs> long time ago, but I love the character. Those strong women need to be celebrated. Hmm. Like Xena. Yeah. Kind of like Xena world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Xena was my show back in the late night. Yeah, I agree. Hercules. Lawless. Oh yeah, Hercules was Hercules was boring. Xena was much better. I like them so, together. I like, I like Hercules that. too. Nah, I like Xena by herself. I liked Hercules. <laughs> okay, I liked both of them. I like when they did the episodes together. Well, she was a spinoff of his show, so right. that makes sense. But mm-hmm. but but the Xena show was much better than I thought the Hercules show was. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and to add to your point, Miguel, about seeing how the essentially the Amazonian warriors would be able to fight because they all strong as hell, capable as hell, yeah, mm-hmm. and we all see how they look. I mean, I think it's every young man's dream to experience what Chris Pine's character experienced in Wonder Woman, just be lost in an oasis of a hidden uh, yeah. country land with Amazonians. Like Meg the Stallion. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Apparently <laughs> not to Josh, but um, yeah. And I think that Pat, well, Pat, since Patty already did the other movies, that it's her world, so she can keep world building based off that. So I like that too as well. So absolutely. And I also heard it could be a TV series in addition to after the film. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that because HBO Max. They they're great at adding content, so to add that to the to the arsenal, I think that would put uh, a closer leg towards Disney Plus. Back. Well, this is definitely their year coming up to see what they can do. Um, yeah. HBO Max, so that's what happens. Yeah. 
I think the only thing that I give credit to Disney is they have uh, the Marvel universe that went on for all these years and all these movies that connect. So we um, often get caught up and say, I got to watch every Marvel movie because it's connected. So Disney is brilliant to do shows that also connect. So I feel like HBO doesn't have something like that yet, that you're like, you're automatically invested, right? Like I'm going to watch um, the the show that looked weird. What is it? Um, Mandalorian. Uh, no, not, no, no, I'm talking about Marvel. Um, uh, uh, WandaVision? Yeah, I'm going to watch that, but I have no interest, but I'm going to watch it because it's part of the universe, right? The, right. Cinem- the MCU. So I think that's the that's really what Disney got up their sleeve. That's, you know, I mean, that's, that. that's a great point because John Kemp is apparently saying this uh, Patty Jenkins film is supposed to connect to Wonder Woman 2, which is g- right. going to be interesting as well. So maybe there's going to be a lot of Easter egg that's going to point us in the direction that, of that film or show, which would be cool. That, yeah, that's what they need. That's brilliant. They just keep connecting, connecting. You know, if you asked me 20 years ago, like, what if they had movies that connect? I would never think they could pull it off. And I would probably be like, oh, I just want a really good one-off show a movie because I'm kind of like that type of person. That's why I'm always comparing what's better regardless. Mm-hmm. But um, it's brilliant, man. So if anybody else could do it too, I mean, DC is a huge universe as well. So why not, you know? Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And Chloe, what are your thoughts about this development? You know, I'm all for um, tall, beautiful women because we lit. Oh wait, you're tall. You're tall as well. <laughs> yes, I am. I would be an Amazon lady. Wait, because in in lore, are Amazon Amazonian women over six feet? In lore, I think they are. I guess, but I mean, Gal Gadot, I don't think she is. So right, but she's actually your height in real life. Mm-hmm, exactly. And you know you you gotta add the pumps on there, so then I'm like. Cause they, cause they were, cause I remember people were <laughs> mad when she was casted that she wasn't. They didn't think she was big enough to play uh, Amazonian. I was mad too. Is like when they first right? casted her, I was like, "What?" Wow. Like I was I was bent out of shape. Y'all do know what <laughs> stilettos look like, right? You could fight. They fight in hills too. Add a couple six inches on you. <laughs> wow. Sounds like a Listen, a spinoff topic for poetic. If Beyonce charm. could do it, <laughs> yeah, right? six inch hills. I don't see why they can't fight warrior ladies. And oh, uh, that's also true. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm sorry, go ahead, Josh. And, oh no, no, I was just going to read that. So Winter thank you, Soldier. Stadia Pro Gaming, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Wandavision, and apparently they have allegedly recast uh, Sam's, I guess, Falcon role if he's going to take up the Captain uh, mantle. Of being oh, wow. Captain America. Probably got oh, Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's apparently the news. Okay. So we shall see if that holds any uh any water. Right. And hopefully they uh I again I'm not too thrilled to see WandaVision. I'm more thrilled to see this series personally. That's just me. No, because this looks more serious. But again, you probably will watch Wonder Vision, Wonder Vision, right? Just because it's connected, right? I mean, I guess it would de- it would depend on. I, I don't know. Just from the trailer, alone. I'll watch. I'll watch only because I mean, what you're saying, Anthony, the connect the connectivity, mm-hmm. and I think uh, you know because because she's going to be in Doctor Strange right. also. So I feel like that might lead into Doctor Strange. So I'm like, like you're saying, I don't want to miss. Yeah. Girl, right. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want somebody to be like, um, and I'm going to get into this later, Mike. 
uh, when we talk about Mandalorian. But I don't want somebody to be like, you should have watched that. You know, and you'd be <laughs> like, oh, man, I missed out. Word. Shout out to E-Money. Also loves Mortal Kombat 11 as well. E-Money. And State of Pro Gaming says it should be interesting how these shows will tie into the MCU cinematic universe. Absolutely. So if anything, that's why I would watch it because of the Doctor Strange connection, as Miguel yep. said. That's probably literally the only reason. I same here. Same here, Josh. We're on the same page. Yeah, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, I can't wait for Falcon Winter Soldier. I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be the best series. That and Loki for me. Oh Loki, yeah. Love Loki. Oh yeah. So. However, I do think, um, to be fair, I think Scarlet Witch does is kind of an underrated character because she's very powerful. So I, Ooh, hope yeah. I, I hope this will you know, illustrate her powers to get us more interested in this character. And as Tony has been saying all along, mm-hmm. Marvel does this incredibly well about getting you interested in characters who you normally wouldn't be interested in. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, agree. They do that well. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do for like the Eternals and Shang Chi with that because they're like really not known characters. They're like third, fourth tier characters. So for real, like for real. <laughs> really see what they're gonna do with that. Everybody get a little bit of shine. <laughs> oh, this is a great question. So, State of Pro Gaming says, "What are your guys' thoughts on COVID and movie theaters? Is that?" Is the ship sailed and everything's going to be streamed? What do you think the future is? That's a wonderful question. What do we what do we think, guys? Well, I know recently you guys put in the chat that um looks like Disney is getting more on board with um VOD. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like Mike and I, um I'll be terrified to see movie theaters go out of business because I just love that experience. But um I think the industry has to evolve, right? So you got to do what's best for the times. Now, uh, I, I feel like eventually we're going to have COVID under control and things could resume, but maybe this is what like the comet that killed the dinosaurs, right? COVID comes, a lot of companies get onto VOD and then video on demand, and then they decide, you know what, we don't really need movie theaters anymore. And just like how um, the drive-in theaters are like almost extinct, right? So maybe there'll just be a few movie theaters like, oh, we want to go to the movies. Um, you have to make sure you just like to drive in ahead of time reserve so you could go there because it's just be one big building that's like in three states. There's oh, there's the local movie or not local, but there's a movie theater. And, um, you know, that's that that's that may be possible. But it's too I guess it's so many movie theaters. Then again, there was a lot of driving. So but um, to answer the question, um I, I got a feeling that, uh, you know, we're going towards that, you know, a lot of studios jumping on VOD, you know. I, I think uh, Disney was already, you know, had a plan to go to go more towards it before COVID. But it was like a longer plan, like maybe four or five years. Now they're just kind of speeding it up. Right. I think we'll know a lot. On, on December 10th when Disney um, has a, announcements and if they if they do bring Black Widow to VOD, right. that'll be a huge no as far as like what they plan to do and stuff like that. Um, especially after Wonder Woman, which we talked about, right, is going to be simultaneously in theaters and uh, streaming, uh, which is interesting. Um, but to, to answer his question, um, I, I don't know. If, if, the, if the streaming keeps getting more and more popular and more and more mm-hmm. people do it, then it's almost like the overhead for theaters, why bring it back? You know, AMC Hamilton closed because of the overhead. Right. It's plain and simple, right? So when the overhead's not there, then it's going to be like, why? And then 
to get it back to, I mean, like theaters are one thing, Tony, but to get it back to mm -hmm. like where it's like it'll be an event, like Avengers Endgame, where there's millions of people there. I don't know if they'll ever see that again, honestly. So I, I think it's just time will tell. Yeah. Well, um, from parents' perspectives, like one of my best friends, she was talking about the, was it the troll movie? Yeah, trolls. No, uh, it's one movie that's coming out. It might be the trolls. It's another uh, kitty movie. But she was like, they need to just stream it to the TV. I don't know why they're not doing it yet. So, like, I think a lot of parents want the movies to come out straight away to streaming. Um, number one is cheaper. Number two, yeah. t televisions are, like, dumb cheap now. So, like, I think a lot of people are going to just make a nice, comfy space at home. Um, yeah. And then in addition to that, like I said, I'd rather just be at home and watch it. Um, and then maybe people who want that, uh, I guess, to get out the house and, you know, be somewhere they could do the drive-up movie thing, which was pretty dope when we went in the summer. Like, I wouldn't mind yeah. doing that again. Because it's like you're in your own private space. Like, y'all know yeah. I'm a germaphobe anyway. I don't want people all up in my space. But um, yeah. it's a giant screen, and then you have your little space. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, only thing about that is it would be in New Jersey, you know. I mean, I guess you can still go in the winter, but you got to keep your heat on the whole time in the car. So that's the only difference and whatnot. So that's the only tough part. But um, well, go ahead, Tony. No, I was going to say the driving theater actually closed during the wintertime. Well, they oh, also wait, have. Well, there you go. well, you guys know they're getting innovative with these outside um, dining situations. And they have like I know there's this rooftop bar in the city um, and they have these little igloos that you can sit in. Yo, Chloe <laughs> thinks she's slick. And thank you, Stadia Pro Gaming. She's about to swipe my point. So I agree with all you guys, right? And I do yep. think in order for the movie theaters to exist in this COVID area, to Stadia Pro Gaming's point, I think you're gonna, you are going to have to be innovative and you're going to need things like this. So as Chloe was alluding to, the little pods and igloos at restaurants – I think each uh, each movie yeah. theater is going to have to have this within the theater to have a siphoned off point for each row of seats or each group of seats. And you can sell them by fours or twos or sixes, whatever groups. And then you can still have that movie theater experience in the theater, because as both of you gentlemen know, the movie theater experience with things like Avatar and things like Dark Knight and Avengers Endgame, yeah. all on, on IMAX and in theaters with the surround sound. Can't, can't replace it at home. Can't replace that. However, you can get very close. So on the other side of the spectrum, if Disney is so gung-ho, because they can benefit from both sides, but specifically on streaming specifically, if they can partner with some home theater uh, right. creators to help people kind of uh, subsidize the price, kind of like how uh, solar panels are, They're, the people are able to subsidize the price with great deals and whatnot. So if you can create a home theater experience with new chairs and having surround sound, and as close said, the, you know, 4k televisions that are 60, 60 inch are less than a thousand dollars. Yeah. They even have like the 80, 70 inch on black Friday for like two ninety nine. But then they also like, I like Josh's idea about like maybe having individual pods in the movie theater. Right. So like you see, you like get into like a zip up pod, maybe, um, which they actually have. So that would be interesting. But then they would have to like sanitize each pod every time. I don't know. 
or maybe go buy All right, your own they, they, Listen, I'm going to tell you, one of the craziest jobs must be that when the people at Great Adventures, they were sanitizing like crazy, so they could do it, you know. I don't think been, they were sanitizing. Huh? I don't think they were sanitizing. I, 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 I've been there. I went there when it opened. <laughs> I was, so that was like when it opened, but like they have tickets. The, the um, season pass are like 80% off right now. Yeah, I mean, but what are you saying? What do they have to do with sanitizing? That is disgusting anyway. Like, how, like how much sanitizing can you do at Six Flags? Oh. Like, how well, they work? had a little system. I don't think their system was perfect because every, after every three people, after the ride, every third ride, um, then they sanitize and then let somebody on. Okay. So technically every those... Every third ride? You know yeah, how many that, germs yeah. are there? Well, I mean, that's what they did. But I'm just saying they still have manpower of people sanitizing. You know what I'm saying? So like you were saying, in the movie theater, people will have to sanitize. People are doing that now at the movie theater. We went. Like, people are sanitizing now. You know, they, they'll get crafty. But um, what do you guys think? Let's throw this in there, too. Remember, they had the whole thing where you could rent a movie theater. So right. you could have a bunch of your family mm -hmm. that came together, and you could rent out a theater. That's also a thing, too. So I'm curious on how, how that will play. Will movie theaters make some some decent money with that? I would rather do that, honestly. Like, if I am going to go to the movie theater, like, mm -hmm. we went through, we went during a pandemic, and it was empty, which was right. okay. But, like, if there were other people, like, I got a little nervous because there was, like, one other couple there. But, nah, like, I'll do the whole renting thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think uh, what you've always been saying, so when it goes back to the movies, like, will they put the movies out? You know yep. what I mean, and even if you even if you rent in a theater, will the studio feel like they'll make enough money to, to have to, to make it right, Josh? So they won't put the new movie. You probably could rent a theater for some old movie, I'm sure, right now, probably. But I don't think well, some of, some of the movies that's out now. Like I said, I was shocked when I went to the movie theater and seen trailers of movies that's out currently that I would personally see. Yes, it wasn't a block super blockbuster, but the the freaky movie. You know, I was like, man, that was a pretty good movie. That um, you know, there are actually some movies like the movie with Kevin Costner. Um, there's yeah. some movies right it's now. It's already on POD, by the way. So. Yeah. So there's movies that's out in the movies that's actually kind of decent. I just don't see the trailers for them. They're not being shown. You know? And as but, Chris B is saying, it'll break my heart if theaters become a thing of the past. But I see, you know, if it going that way because of how things are. And he also yeah. adds, go ahead, Chloe. So, hear, hear me out real quick, right? Let's just let me paint a picture, right? Here's a scenario. Let's say first quarter next year, there's mm -hmm. a vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say four months after there's a vaccine. So there's been four months of vaccines, right? And people got them, didn't get them, whatever, right? And then let's say, because I'm going to choose a movie. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with Black Widow. I personally feel like that's the biggest movie that's hovering out somewhere. 007. But maybe, maybe, huh? 007. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know about that, but um, I'm going to say Black <laughs> Widow. So, um, but that's cool to each his own. Now, what if Black Widow does go to um, VOD or whatever, right? Right. Um, there's one other theater, uh, one other movie, I think. Right? Yo, E-Money saved that for Poetic Charm, my bro. <laughs> so, it, real quick. So, let's say they do a vaccine, right? And, like, four months go by, right? So some people get comfortable, and they just launch something in the theater that a lot of people will go, like Fast and the Furious, right? So if the timing could be right where so many vaccines, people feel comfortable and then launch a big movie that people, a lot of people wanted to already see that, but didn't come out this year, launch something like Fast and the Furious that you've been invested in. You don't seen so many movies. You've been waiting for the new one. I think maybe that could be a resurgence of the movie theater trying to get that hamster wheel moving again. Something like that happened. I mean, go ahead, Chloe. I would say they would have to lower those prices all the way down too, because- why would if I have five kids 
which I will never have. But if I have five kids, right. I'm going to spend $20 a kid. And then, you know, well, all that is expensive. I, to, movie theaters are expensive unless you have like those movie theater passes. But I feel like a lot of people got rid of those because they're not sure if the movie theaters are going to close or not. So it's like a waste well, of money. When we went to the movie theater, it was only nine ninety nine. Like prices are. Yeah, it was not. I, I was shocked. I was like, wait, what? It's only ten dollars. Yeah, the price actually went down. Matinee the theater prices, we wow. went to per person. So if you have a large family, that's still fifty bucks versus like. And again, that's fair. And to Chris's point, those poor workers are being worked too hard, and I doubt getting paid more. So I, mm-hmm. to me, I'm just looking at it as a pure logistical, you know, point. Especially th- think about it from a, a of a CEO executive's level, right? So if the the price that was being quoted to rent a theater, right. just one theater. Is only a hundred, hundred and twenty-five dollars, something like that. Oh, okay, all right. That again, that's that's not even half of the theater in terms of having it sold out for a feature film. Mm-hmm. So, to me, this simple dollars and cents that's not going to equate to any type of return on investment for a theater. I feel like for a excuse me, a movie studio and a theater because you still got to pay these employees who have to sanitize right. it. Even if you don't have any more ushers and you just replace them with people who sanitize it, and they essentially, if we do use the pod example, they essentially become the uh, the cleaning staff at a restaurant where you wipe down the table. They got to wipe down the pod after each film, and you, right. don't, you really don't need any more ushers because you're going to scan in a barcode type of thing. So it's kind of it becomes like Easy Pass, and you you replace those jobs type of thing. Yeah. So let me just follow up with everybody's point. So I feel like uh, Tony's path would be the correct path, right? If the, the vaccine came out um, and then they had a big movie, like almost a few months following it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's got to do with the cases, though. You know how people are like when they see right. there's less cases, they'll feel more comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. over a long period of time, obviously. To Chloe's point, though, I think parents are happier because not only are they paying less to get the new movie that's coming out, but taking kids to the movies like under, let's say, 10 years old, it's also a hassle. They use the bathroom. They mm-hmm. want to eat snacks. It, it's a whole big thing. So now you get five kids in the house and it's like regular. They get the new movie for 20 bucks and whatnot. Yeah. So I feel like they love it right now. Um, you know, for that, and you know, Tony, you had kids who were around the same age when they were little yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, so I think that's true. Um, and, and as far as Josh, yeah, I think the pods would be, you know, a, a good idea. I just don't know if you could, the size of the pods, you could still have enough pods to make enough money to satisfy the studios and stuff like that. So that's the only thing I would say. Exactly. They're just going to have to be more um, innovative with cutting costs when they're making these movies, honestly. That's like if you not, put, okay. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. That's that. That's the point. And that, and that might not be great for me and Tony or other movie watchers, because if you cut the cost of the budget, right. it can lower the quality of the movie sometimes. Right. And that's the problem. But that might be the way this is the way way (laughs) (laughs) if they have to go to streaming only because you can't make a billion dollars on streaming it's it's not possible right i mean honestly i think the like technology gets cheaper and cheaper each year so like i feel like like look at back to the future and that budget versus like how much it would cost to make back to the future now so I think that um, especially with all these people being home and being innovative with like the different technology that's available, they have no choice but to cut the budget of the movies. And like, I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, and then they might even be able to pay the actors less. 
to be honest. Uh, I, I'm a, to add to your point. I'm a, respectfully kind of like how we brought up for the Lovecraft, you know, uh, argument. Same thing with uh, Game of Thrones because it's a lot easier to get a return on that investment if a show is streaming or on premium cable. Mm-hmm. Because we've seen over the years, you know, shows that we love like House of Lies with Academy Award winner Don Cheadle. Right. If you're able to yeah. get these movie stars to be in these shows, then it increases the level of the subscription packages mm-hmm. and the streaming services to the level that uh, movie theaters were. Because the whole aspect with movie theaters is that you have them filled with movie stars on the content. But if you have those same stars and we see them now being migrated and Disney Plus is doing it, mm-hmm. they're integrating with that with people like uh, Tom Huddleston with Loki and whatnot. So he's, right. he's a massive star, but he's also going to be on television. And before, yeah. we, like 10 to 20 years ago, it was a sin for a, a major movie yeah. star to be on television. Yeah. And now, yeah. now it's cool and, yeah. and also probably more profitable as well. So unfortunately, right. it feels like that's going yeah. to overtake the theater industry, unfortunately. Like even look at Netflix with the whole Dave Chappelle situation. Mm. Um, like, so Dave Chappelle, if you guys haven't known, um, the Chappelle show, apparently his yeah. contract, he doesn't get paid off of any of the episodes of the Dave Chappelle show, which is insane because the show is obviously named after him, but his contract, whatever. So because he has such a great relationship with Netflix and he did specials for them specifically and they were so like popping, Netflix actually took the Dave Chappelle show off, um, as per his request. So, like, you know, they're these huge actors. I mean, he's a comedian, but, you know, they're building these relationships with these streaming services and their relationships are going to be better than it would be with like a large production company Mm. um, because they have more, um, you know, pull. Yeah, creative control. Creative control. They have more um, say because, you know, they're driving the traffic to these streaming sites. Exactly. And it's direct to the talent and the, you know, the uh, distributor as opposed to the, as you were saying, the, the manufacturer, which would be the studio. Were you about to say Big Mike? Um, the, uh, I mean, Chappelle's show topic is good. I want to save that for Wednesday for another show. But um, the, uh, as far as um, what you're saying, I remember on Entourage, right? Remember when, when Vince was going through TV and it was like TV and he felt so like slighted because they wanted to do TV. So right. I remember, you know, it changed so much over the years, but um. Uh, they're talking about Ahsoka, so I think we should move into the Mandalorian. We yeah. gotta go back to soon anyway. Oh, so. absolutely. So Tony Stark is all caught up. I so know. so that that I, I pressed I pressed him last night. <laughs> That's amazing. You might you better be careful, Corey Booker gonna come at thee. <laughs> yeah, all right. I don't think he ain't got anything to worry about with that. Corey Booker gonna come at thee. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Chloe, your thoughts? Uh, duh, my, this, well, we just watched the, the latest episode with Ahsoka and it was my favorite episode. Number one, they finally named the child. Oh my Grogu. God. Grogu. Finally. Grogu. I don't know if I like his name that much, but you know, the kid is named. Um, it was really cute. I loved him in it. And I think that, um. Apparently he's not a child either. <laughs> yeah, well, he's fifty years old. Well, he's still a child. Yeah. He's a child compared to how long his lifespan is. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. They yeah. made the connection to Yoda, which was dope. Spoiler alert, guys. Um, and I think that it opened uh, opened it up for Luke to you know make his appearance. Yo, you be 
Yo, she be stealing all my money. <laughs> you gotta start talking about her before you start the show. She's oh, yeah, right. man. <laughs> but it was dope. I liked the special effects. I liked that he was given like a backstory finally. Um, and I like how they like Rosario. Rosario Dawson's character, like, is going to make a comeback, obviously, in another episode, I would think. And spinoff series, most likely. Yes. That's what I see happening now, too, based off her uh, thoughts there. But go ahead, Tony, I'll let you. Um, Yeah, well, so for me, as soon as the title came up for the episode, The Jedi, I was like, oh, we're going there. Oh, man. All right. Let the Force be with you. And, um... Yeah, it was good, man. I mean, I'm on board of the show. You know me. I didn't like it at first. And um, once episode seven to eight came, I was on board and uh, of, of last season. And so I'm on board. But yeah, I mean, I was watching it and I paused it because Sandy and I, we talked sometimes. So we paused it and I was like, man, listen, if they not do such and such, we're talking. And she was like, just let's see. And then I feel like they did everything right for that episode. Um they did everything right. They the way it started, the way they put the pieces together, they threw in his name, the way they decided to make he wouldn't listen to um Asuka, but he would listen to um uh the Mandalorian. I was just like, everything was cool. Even at the end, I was like, so what's gonna happen? Is she gonna take him? And then she didn't and still put it in his hands. That like listen, when we were watching it, I was like, if she takes him, I'm not watching this show anymore. Yep. I, same thing. I was like, yo, don't do not do it. <laughs> I was like, if they get rid of Baby Yoda, they lost me. I'm done. Yeah. Done. And then okay. she's like, oh, you're the father. You can have him back. I was like, okay. I'm satisfied. I'll continue. <laughs> I thought uh, the episode itself was 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 great, as you guys are both uh, saying. Uh, yeah, I'm happy that he's finally got a name, even though nobody's probably going to use it. But I'm happy right. that he's finally got a name. I think uh, if they wanted that to be his name, they should have been put that out. But that's not neither here nor there. Um, no, but, okay, go ahead. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> now, now in pop culture, he's only Baby Yoda and everybody now. Yeah. It's no longer, even though he's not Baby Yoda, literally. Um, I liked her giving him a little backstory about that he's been training at the temple for years and stuff like that. So he's been kind of holding back, it seems like, you know, what he can do. Um, I like the fact that she mentioned Anakin, you know, and yes. but like not by name, but she said they're the best of us, which was great for me and stuff like that. I don't really know who Ahsoka is, as you all know. So I don't, I, I wasn't really um, like, so for, so for people, who like were like like oh my god Ahsoka I didn't get that but to me it was still a great show like he's mentioning um, Stadia says you know now do you think it's going to be Luke or Ezra Bridger I don't know how Ezra Bridger is and whatnot but for people who watch those um, Clone Wars and Rebels that's probably huge for them and stuff like that I'm more of a movie guy Stadia pro gamer and stuff like that but. And still was just a great overall episode. I, I want to touch on the um the villain. I thought she was dope with her uh her, her staff mm-hmm. that she was using. Um and that it repels the um the lightsabers. The Mandalorian the, yeah. staff was not hers. Well his now is now, but but it was her. No, it was it was it was, the, it was the Mandalorian staff yeah. that she stole after she went and conquered. Oh, all those oh amen. yes, yes, yeah. with the Vescar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a- and uh and I like the um the little uh kind of like old time western standoff between him and uh the Michael, what's the name? Michael Michael something character uh at the end of the show. He was in um yeah. Terminator and, and Tombstone, stuff like that. So I thought it was I thought it was great overall. Absolutely. And Stadia Pro Gaming, you're definitely not chipping in too much. We appreciate the conversation from mm-hmm. you and E and everyone and Chris B, of course. So thank you for tuning in. And yeah, I think it is going to be Ezra because I feel like 
Luke would be too big of a character. I think eventually they're going to add Luke, probably around the time when they come out with the Obi-Wan series. And I, then I think they'll add Luke to add some, uh, to generate some interest in that. Yeah. So what do y'all think about, because it looks like, you know, that they're, they're, they already announced earlier about um, the uh, Boba Fett series. Mm. And then, and then I don't know if Boca Tan supposed to get her own series, and then and then it looks like you know Ahsoka might. So you feel like it's better to give give all these different series, or maybe put it yes. all in one big series. Yeah, all different um, series. And I want a series for the uh, what are those guys called with the white stormtroopers? Yeah, the stormtroopers. Storm <laughs> I want to see that. They're that would funny. be a, a comedy, by the way. But yeah, of course, yeah, they, you know, they I did like, like that on YouTube. But you should go follow it. But um, my issue is um, my issue is. Okay, we established that the MCU does a good job of making um, popular uh, characters popular, right? But that's because everything connects so well. I feel like I'm. It took me more than halfway through the se- series to even be on board, and I feel like I don't know if you're gonna suck me in and Asuka get a show and this person get a show. Mike just cleared it, like he said. I don't even know who she is. Um, I don't know if that's going to work that well. I mean, Star Wars is huge, but it's, again, it's on the level of a TV show, right? So a movie already got this big, oh, you got to go to the movies and see Guardians of the Galaxy, which I don't know who they are, but I go see it and I'm in love, right? But I don't know. Like, they have to take some time. Like, maybe after four seasons of The Mandalorian, then maybe you could suck me in with a side with another thing well here's the thing tony that's that's a great point but i will respectfully say because of how you brought up before because essentially star wars is being run by disney now so they have marvelized star wars and the best way to do that is to create more content for people to dive into and as of the let's say the social and economic landscape now the best way to do that is for streaming and that will literally help increase the asset value of disney plus who right now who has minimal content. So I think to me, yeah. that's, that's a win-win for everyone involved. And as you keep bringing up, it is a massive brand. I'm also going to yeah. say that people who never even, who don't even have Disney plus know who baby Yoda is. Mm. And honestly, I like, okay, let me be transparent. When I heard about baby Yoda, I was like, Oh my God, I have to see this. Like, where is he at? And I couldn't find him. Cause I didn't know about Disney plus. And then there was some movie that was coming out. Wasn't it a Star Wars movie that did not have him in it? Was it The Rise of Skywalker? Yes. And I was like, I felt bamboozled because I was like, where's Baby Yoda? And everyone's like, oh, no, he's on Disney Plus. And I was like, dang, I should have just watched Disney Plus. So, like, I think that when they um, and then you have to remember Disney Plus is for kids, essentially. Like right. let's be real. Like we're um, we're watching it for nostalgic yeah, I purposes. I, I don't know about all that. I'm gonna say that yeah. we're watching it for nostalgic purposes, and most people no. who have it, no, this. Have it seems like have, no, they have that. all of Marvel's content, all of Star Wars content. Yeah, but to Chloe's point, when my friend when the when the Disney thing just came out, I have friends like, dude, I fell asleep watching Ducktales. I'm like, what? I'm not buying this to watch Ducktales, like or right, my old but, but, nostalgic stuff, you know. And yeah, hear, hear, hear me out though. I think to Chloe's point. Your name and stuff that's old. We already they got all the Marvel movies. Yeah, we've seen that already. What new do they have that's for adults? So I they think don't have new adults. for kids either. They got new for they got old for kids. They all old. Disney but that makes sense though. A kid like if you're spending money, right? For a, yeah. if I'm spending money for me or my kids, 
I'm just going to let my kids watch something old. I don't have to worry about wasting money. But for me, if I'm going to shell out money, I need I need something new. So Chloe has a great point. I mean, that's fair. But at the end of the day, let's not all ignore the fact that it is Disney. And they're not going to have R-rated adult content like HBO. Right. Yeah. right. So, to I mean, to the new content, sure. And for the old content, sure. But like, as you said, Tony, you're not getting the subscription for the old content. So there, to me, there's no nostalgia there. I mean, so it depends on who you ask. I mean, and you guys are right. also looking through the lens of people who are like Marvel fans, but like most of my friends, they are like, oh my God, I could watch that. So Raven, oh my gosh, right. I can watch the proud family. Like, but your friends are adults. I mean, I, I guess that's the point I'm making with kids, like adults that have children, correct, or teachers who want to stream it in class. So, okay. like, kids, you know, it's for the kids. Kids have their own like new stuff right over the last 20 years or whatever like that all the who's you told your friends when they're watching ducktales how old are they 40 like right. most of the old stuff people are watching no i'm just saying my point is that people are watching these Don't older shows shot, or even cartoons I, I watched the old <laughs> x-men animated series for like two weeks when it first came out but i'm an adult like a lot of adults are watching these old cartoons too, yeah for nostalgia purposes so either right. you're an adult who who's nostalgic and wants to you know flashback to nintendo days and you know pocahontas days or you're a person who has children who need them to be entertained and you can share your childhood with them as well absolutely you want to read that this yes so stadia pro gaming i'm a huge star wars fan love the lore love the original movies and even enjoy most of the prequels but the last jedi lost me in a way that hurt my feelings I feel like Ryan Johnson ruined like Luke Skywalker's character. And I know that people don't grow old and live happily ever after. That's not the point. But Luke's character wouldn't have hid. Like I do a little bit of writing and you can take, you can't take a character that had all this growth and move forward and then send them back to the beginning like that. Facts. Yeah, that's, that's completely fair. And I think they're, I think they're going to rewrite that ship with a, you know, with a Star Wars series. I, I definitely see that. I definitely see a Luke series spinoff at some point on Disney plus. Well, to Josh's point, I, I, it seems like that uh, Dave Filoni is using a lot of his clone wars characters on the Mandalorian, bringing mm-hmm. them to life, which is cool. It'd be nice if they intertwine some of the movie characters, you know, a little bit more too. As yeah. Well. So yeah, we'll probably around uh, Obi-Wan when he has his series launch. Yeah. And also here, the Jedi that, that they might find might be the, um, the one from, I guess the, uh, Fallen Knights game, stuff like that, mm. or whatever. Fallen, Fallen Order. Order, yeah. Fallen Order, yeah, because apparently he was, uh, you know, still around too at this point. So, and apparently there's a Mandalorian character in the uh, the Fallen Order as well, which is pretty cool. I might have to get that. So there, it's a sale right now, um, the Black Friday sale that ends December third for Stadia, and everybody's like, "Do you get Star Wars or do you get the Avengers?" So it's a big thing right now where people are because they're both like uh, under thirty dollars. So I already got Avengers. Maybe I should get that game. My brother played it, and he's he's watched all the Clone Wars. He played every video game. He's read the Star Wars books, seen all the Star Wars movies. He's a huge fan. He said that game is excellent. Mm. Yeah, I can I can imagine if you watched all that stuff, like seeing Ahsoka or or Bo Katan yeah. come to life, probably hit you differently than it hit me and you, Tony. Mm-hmm. I guess yep. uh, watching this show, or not so. But it still was great. It was, it was great to see lightsabers finally in the series. Oh. <laughs> I was shocked because, and I'm thinking that nothing could repel a lightsaber. So when he, when Mando was blocking, I was like, "Oh, his armor could block a lightsaber." 
Yeah, cool. it's the uh, vibranium of Star Wars, basically, right? Well, you know what's funny? Yeah. I, I was watching. It was like, well, you know, there was a war between the Mandalorians and the uh, Jedi at one point. Mm-hmm. It was a war for a reason. Because if it was, if they couldn't block it. It wouldn't have been no war. It was going to destroy them in the first place. It wasn't. So it's kind of made sense. So. Yeah, I, but, I definitely yeah. agree with Stadia Programming. Dave Filoni, I appreciate his passion for the series and the franchise. And I love how Disney is giving him the freedom to tell his tell his story, you know, tell Star Wars from his vantage point, which I think is great. That's cool. Yeah, the thing about the thing I like about Filoni and um and uh Favreau is that they're Star Wars fans. They were kids. Right. Uh kind of like how Feige was a comic book fan growing up. So, I love that these people are taking their childhood fantasies and bringing them to life rather than just some um some studio head who just, you know, trying to make money off of it and stuff like that. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like Transformers. I agree, Ebony. Right. I like his armor too. But eventually he'll take it off, so we'll see. Or at least I'll the say. helmet. Ha ha ha. We shall see. But what about when were, he was drinking? I thought they were gonna make him take it off when he had to connect with Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. And Yoda and, and uh, Grogu was looking up at him like it was. <laughs> yeah, he pulled his thing up when he was drinking yeah. in the episode before that. I was like, oh wow. Yeah. He's trying to get that yeah. money. He like nobody knows me. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. Are you guys saying nobody's gonna use the name, but Mike just said it a couple times. Nobody's saying the name. <laughs> That's because it's Mike. I'm not using it. Nah, henceforth, he's going to be referred to as Grogu. Baby Yoda For me too, yeah, Grogu he, as well. He, because, you know, I, I'm big on char- on using characters' names myself right. first. Thank you, Miguel. Grogu sounds like Goku. I'm good. First of all, it sounds like baby talk, like Goo Goo Gaga, like Grogu. <laughs> so I think it's perfect, personally. I think it's going to catch on, honestly. You don't, you don't think it sounds I, like You know Goku? what I would love? I would love to know all the other names they probably came up with when they was thinking of the name. <laughs> Grogu. It, well, again, to your literally, I feel like your entire point about Baby Yoda is how cute he is, and so that, that's a cute name for a baby. And every time he responds to hearing his name, is adorable. So I it think is. it will it catch is. on. I think he's still gonna call him the kid, and he's not gonna listen until he says Grogu. No, nah, but okay, <laughs> but like kid, as in like how you prefer to like, yo, what up, bro, or what up, dog? Right. Like I can I can still refer to Mike and Tony, but at, if I'm saying something like in and just I'd be like, yo, bro, come on. But like that, yep. and that's how he uses kid. I agree. He's like, wait, you can understand him? I want him to talk. <laughs> I want him to, like, obviously he knows English. I don't know. If he talk, I don't know if it might uh, might ruin it for me. It, you <laughs> might be right there. He, it might no, like Maybe not talk. until, like, a couple seasons. Though. I want him to talk. Listen, like talk. so you want him to talk, he's going to be like, Yo, what's up, man? No, because he has like a little baby voice, even when he like makes the little the cooing noises or the purring noises like a cat. That was yeah, pretty weird. I want him to grow bigger a little bit. That's no, what I want he's so grow. cute and little. He should stay that little for another hundred years. Hold up, question for you. Mm-hmm. So, is he gonna talk and be like, Mando, I do? Like, is he going to no, talk so like, like, Talk in reverse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Yoda. How much you want to bet Yoda's his, like, dad or grandfather? He's not his dad. <laughs> How much y'all want to bet? I bet y'all that's his grandpa or something. We'll, we'll, we'll make a bet. We'll be- if, they're in, if, they're, if they're related, that will be, like, I will flip She out. said there's only one other being like him, and it's Yoda. That, she's, that she met. No, she said that she knows them. Right, but Yoda had to come from someone as well, so clearly there's other beings like Yoda as well. Yeah, right? they're right. all related, like the little gecko but, people. But, they were but the last say, of their kind. 
But let's say, though, what about the stock of the story, right? How cool would it be if the, he is related to Yoda? Like, it's okay, we obviously know that he's in, he's that species. But if he's related, even a cousin, that's going to be That's going to really be his cool. grandpa, y'all, I'm telling you. I mean, that would be cool, I guess, in a way. But he's still not his baby. So I just want to... You know, I mean... But yeah, that would be cool. I feel like it would be, uh, let's say, accepted fan service, unlike how Rabian mm-hmm. and Palpatine was. But they wanted to they wanted to connect all these what families. What was that? Right. Well, Rabian from the uh, the Rise of Skywalker, the female Her character. grandfather, yeah. Okay, well... That went over my head. I'm about to watch that movie again. Well, it's on Disney+. Plus, So there you go. <laughs> I need the password. Appreciate it, Stadia Pro Gaming. <laughs> and absolutely. So we appreciate you joining us. And I'm curious what you guys think about the controversy with the uh, mini-chlorians involved in Mando. The who? So break down the controversy because I was trying to tell Sandy about it. You're talking about the metachlorian level? Absolutely. Yeah. So let's read what Qui-Gon Jen, shout out to Liam Neeson, has said oh. about what exactly midichlorians are. Wait, you want me to read it? Well, I mean, I I, follow, I knew all about that. But I was trying to explain it to Sandy, but go ahead. I guess you, you want to read okay. it. Okay. As The Verge relays, the later scene has the Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon explaining what the midichlorians are, a microscopic life form that resides inside of all living cells. Oh, it's like um, mitochondrion. Mitochondrion, that's the word. Okay. That provide a connection between living things and the forest. Oh, that's what she was talking about. Okay, according to the Qui-Gon. 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 The midichlorians speak to us, telling us the will of the forest. So basically, in the last episode, um, she explained that the forest is actually in each living creature, and the forest has to be... Um, bent to be used, basically. Absolutely. Like you're a vessel for the force, right? So, again, for me personally, I never understood the the controversy simply because, to me, this is what makes Star Wars more relatable to real life. Just like how some people are, are born more athletic, right? Or having more of an affinity to math or science or whatever. It just makes people different type of thing. And I never, I never viewed it as anyone could be a Jedi because that's not the case. Well, here, here's how they explained it. Um, that would that's be episode one. Yeah, episode one. So, um, um, Darth Vader, uh, Anakin, right? Mm-hmm. So he had a, they explained everybody have metachlorians in them, but it's you have a higher level. Right. So it's like Dragon Ball Z when you got the visor on. They were like Goku's power level is you know so. Um, um, Anakin's metachlorian level was just off the charts, right? 20, so, if, yeah. So if your level is higher, then you have a higher chance of being able to wield the force. Absolutely, like, it, and yeah. essentially, it's it is a, is a life force. Literally, that's how they describe it. It's part of the life force that connects nature and every single being and right. living being and all that. Just like how we're all connected. However, not, not everyone is going to be as athletic as LeBron James or Michael correct. Jordan. That, that's that's how I'm viewing it. So everyone can bounce a ball, but everyone. Can't the controversy stems from the fact that that's not what Obi-Wan said about the Force back in episode four, which came out before episode one. So that's when it became like, well, wait, what is this at the time? Because he made it seem like it didn't have to do with Metachlorians, that anyone could be a Jedi. Anyone could have the Force at the time. And that's so. fair, but we all know that. that- 
that George was literally making it up as he went along. I know, but I guess it's why it's controversy because if Obi Wan was Qui Gon's Padawan, then right. he should know that it's metachlorians. He's like, nah, it's just, it's just anybody can have the force later on. That's the yeah, but that's what happens with Star Wars when they skip around different generations and timelines. Things get confused like that. So I understand it, but that's but where I the thought, controversy stems. I feel like you could bridge it together. It could be the same thing. So if everybody have metachlorians in them, right? But you're, it's like sickle cell, right? Like uh, some people have the sickle cell trait, right? So then, or some people some people have sickle cell. So let's say if you're metachlorian level, we all have it, right? But if yours is higher, then you have a you know a, a high chance of being able to wield the force. So I mean, it's if it's in everybody and it's around, and we all have metachlorians in. It's in but, the cell. Everyone has cells. So yeah, yeah. it's right. either you're gonna you be go. able to control the force. Oh yeah, I guess the way you're playing it, yeah. Or not. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like we all have it, but only some can build the force. That kind of makes it make sense, right? Because you're because between you're the two other explanations, higher. somehow it became a huge controversy, right. right? Oh, wait, go back to that. Oh, right. Right, right, right. just like with the whole thing, just like with Ray becoming a Palpatine, they were upset about that because it was like, you know, why does she have to be a Palpatine? It should be anybody <laughs> can be a Jedi, so, yes, well, thank you. Yep. Like everyone has legs, but not everyone can dunk exactly. Stadia Pro Gaming, that, Every, that's my point. Yep, everyone has legs, but not everyone's 6'10. So, where say Ray was higher than Anakin? I would never say that ever in life. Anakin was the chosen. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't she know if she's hired. Oh, so we're saying. They did make her a Palpatine, so I don't know. I was a little confused with that. Okay. Makes sense now. Thanks for fixing that. Um. So, yeah, Baby Yoda and Grandpa Yoda. Grow goo. Grow goo. Nah, I ain't calling him that. <laughs> nah. Unless he's in trouble. Grow goo. Then I can call him Grow goo. Like well, next time, next time he eats, it's not your fault, Chloe. I swear, it, it's it's not your fault. I'm telling you, they should have brought up the name a lot sooner. They want people to really use the name. Look, when everybody. he, when he does the something thing. naughty, they're gonna call him Grogu. Grogu. Here's what's cool: the marketing is genius, right? The baby Yoda, the child. Sorry, well, baby Yoda, the child, the kid is way more marketable than Grogu. So I wouldn't have did it either, right? It let everybody. Oh, he's so cute. You know how many people probably watch the show because of that? If it was just some, you know, Grogu would have been like, Nah, oh, they were oh, upset about it, bro. It? Huh? What? They were upset about it. They were like, No, he's not. Like they didn't think it would take off like that. No, they didn't know people call him Baby Yoda. No, they didn't call him Baby Yoda in the show. People, and we started calling them baby. Again, what I'm alleging to is marketing, right? Like Josh would say. So think about it. And Chloe made a good point. It sucked people in. Like, that's so cute. Like, it just made sense to make it mysterious, like his character. I don't think they need it. Like, I think this is perfect. This was a great episode. Just call the Jedi. You introduced the name. We already been calling baby. You want to call him Grogu? Cool. You want to call him baby? Like, it doesn't even matter. They don't have to be, man, now you calling this? Like, it works. Like Josh said, perfect. What's up, bro? What's up, Mike? Big Mike? Like, what? it's cool. We could all live in unity with this thing because I feel like it was perfect for me. Like, people still going to call him Baby Yoda and it's going to work. The marketing, the little shirts, the everything, like it's it's brilliant. It sucked. I'm sure it sucked a lot of people into this show. I agree. I'm saying it wasn't their plan, and they were upset about it when people called video the last year. The, the makers of the show, they were right. Like, That's all right, but guess what? That 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 they had like it wasn't like a 
it wasn't a marketing plan of theirs at all. I'm sure it wasn't, but that but people take things and run with it. Like for instance, right? I'm a part yeah. of a Stadia community. Google ain't paying none of us. Google's probably like, how they had a Stadia Super Saturday? Ain't none of them getting paid by us. We had a 36 hour event called Stadia Super Saturday, and Google ain't paid nobody, right? But people take things. But guess what? All these people watch Google's platform. Google probably sold so much. Those shirts say Baby Yoda pr probably brought so many people to the platform mm -hmm. that they was first mad about. He ain't Baby Yoda. We got a name. We ain't going to reveal yet. But guess what? They they ate off of it. Right. So, but and Disney, is, Disney has the, you know, the trademark of that, obviously. Number one. Number two. In terms of entertainment value and production value, this is part of character development. So for me, yes, it makes it complete sense that this would be exposed and revealed in season two in episode five. To me, it, right. just, it just makes sense, especially and, if you want it to be a long series. And one last thing. There is many times that fans get their way and make a change. Look at Sonic, right? True. They spent yeah. a million dollars to recreate Sonic because of the fans. I, video, I see video games get delayed. Anthem, yeah, my favorite game of last year. They said, listen, we hear the fans. We're going to make an Anthem 2.0. They're spending millions of dollars to redo the game because fans was complaining. So the fans, they sometimes get their way and reshape a plan that a director had. You know? But I guess in this case they didn't because their fans got their name Baby Yoda on the show, but they didn't let the fans get their way. Well, we know he's not Baby Yoda, so that wouldn't make sense. So speaking that, of, that just wouldn't make sense because he's not Baby Yoda. So speaking of video games, <laughs> what was the console that introduced everyone to gaming? So I'm curious about Stadia Pro Gaming. I'm curious about E-Money, Chris B. What, what, got, what got you guys into the gaming landscape? Well, Chris left because of the Mandalorian spoiler talk, but I'll <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Spoiler it's alert. All, it's all good. I feel we get back on. <laughs> um, so as we wait for those guys, I know we already talked about it in chat. Maybe we could just say our numbers as we wait for you guys to pick your numbers as well. So for me, it was 12, which is Sega Genesis. And my best friend, Christian, shout out to K. Rich. He had uh, Nintendo. So number 20. So I had experience with both, but I was just more, you know, into Sega Genesis nice so i got gifted the soup the, money the 20 super nintendo mm -hmm. and then i also got gifted a sega genesis you a brat but bro. my first game yeah. that i like begged for was the nintendo 64 and 64 and it and my cousin Ooh. had a gamecube and then <laughs> dana got the playstation she was yo my best friend dana she got the playstation first and i we used to play um crash bandicoot on hers so I'd say probably Nintendo 64. Wow. Yeah, I went from Sega to to PlayStation and N64. Then I just stuck with PlayStation ever since. I got Xbox one one time just for Halo 2. But after that, I was bored of it. And then, yeah, this has been PlayStation ever since. Where is the Nintendo DS on there? <laughs> it's not a console. Not a console. It it's a I mean, I, I played um, Atari, but my first system I owned was the was a Nintendo, like what Chloe said in our chat, with Duck Hunt and uh, and Mario and stuff like that. So that's hmm. what I would say. Okay, okay. So, but Sega Genesis with the Sonic the Hedgehog was my favorite game. Oh yeah, Tails. Oh my god, Sonic and Tails with the pinball machines. And then I actually oh. the first game I ever beat in my life was called Booger Man. Y'all never played that? No. No, we don't play yeah, with Booger's Clo. It was called Booger Man and it was on Sega Genesis. 
sounds disgusting. It was nasty. It was like you had to fight the boogers. Is that why you're a germaphobe? <laughs> <laughs> That's what did it to us. Maybe. I don't know. Eesh. So and my um my cause I didn't answer. Uh mine's was number uh uh eighteen, the Atari. Old school. Actually, I was playing in television that came before the Atari, but um, wow. that's another story. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, Atari, man, that's why I'm a Pac genius. I was playing, my mom and my grandfather was diehard Pac-Man fans. And so I grew up watching adults playing Pac-Man and I wanted to be good. And I was so into Pac-Man and I have, I mean, I have stories like how you guys mentioned Sonic and all that. I got stories of Pitfall, Adventurer, um, asteroids a centipedes like so many games like the atari was literally like our system growing up like i i played that as if like galaga. it was a nintendo you know yeah galaga yeah, yeah. Galaga and, um, the beast. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah um and then yeah and then i migrated on into that i mean eventually throughout my life like I, my friend lamont we used to go around the corner to his house because he was like the kid that had you know more more money than us and he would get all the systems and it bent me into being more of a gamer because i told myself i was so envious of him i said when i get a job and i start working i'm gonna have every system and when i got a job and had an apartment everybody came to my house oh we going to ant house because i had every system like my house was the game place everybody would come over my house because i was older than my friends so they'll get out get out of school and come to my house so they could play games but i've literally owned hey, is that every, when we're in the sears and had huh? the, uh, yeah we yep, when i was working at sears yep in the funtronics yeah. department in the video game department and kids department then yeah. i worked at electronics boutique um selling uh video games but um yeah i've owned every system I want to say besides the Panasonic 3DO, besides Neo Geo, <laughs> and that's probably it. Wow. Uh, any American systems. But yeah, I've owned uh, TurboGrafx-16, Sega CD, you name it. Wow. Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Um, wh- what came uh, before the Dreamcast was uh, GameCube. The, Sega, the Saturn. No, Sega Saturn. So I had Sega Saturn. I had the Dreamcast. Uh, like you said, uh, Nintendo 64. Um, man, you name it. I have everything besides Panasonic 3DO. Because there were some yeah. great, and I mean absolutely legendary at the time, wrestling games on N64. Those probably yeah. were my favorite. Oh, yeah. 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 No, no mercy to this day is still the best wrestling game I've played. <laughs> yeah. WCW versus NWO. Oh, yeah, that, that, that was in that lineup. It was in the, the same uh, company, uh, AKI and Ukes. They made those series of games. So, Matter of fact, there's the AEW is trying to one guy is a diehard fan of those games so aews they're in talks right now because they're making the AEW video game and the guy said we will not have a video game unless we could get ukes and aki to develop the game wow play like no mercy so they're trying to get it to play like no mercy mixed with uh smackdown here comes the pain the one with brock lesnar on the cover because that's the, the best like um these like wwe games now and the best game back then was no mercy so they're really in, literally right now in talks of merging those two concepts for their game. Okay. Cool. Very nice. So as we transition everyone <laughs> to Black Panther 2 production, which is slated to begin in cool. July in Atlanta, how does everyone feel about this news? 2022 is going to be the best year ever. Just saying. <laughs> I got that on uh, I'm I'm excited about them doing it. I mean, I'm um 
I'm, I'm interested because I know that, uh, you know, uh, the script was already done before, you know, mm-hmm. Chadwick, rest in peace, passed away. So I wonder how many changes did uh, Ryan have to make, um, you know, for the script? Did it make any changes at all? That's, I'm so interested in that situation because when when they make a shooting date, they're already in like pre-production, you know, stuff like that. So right. I'm um, I'm very, very excited about that. And just to see, you know, where, yeah. uh, you know, where he takes it, I guess. So. So I have a question for you guys, and I thought about this today. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, if you really think about it, these movie product productions are pretty much banking on, like, the main character, right? So, like, and who's casted as it. So, basically, with the pandemic and everything, if you know, it could be really detrimental if people start dying. Like, because it takes years to, to produce these movies, right? What's the question? So my question is, like, what do you think would happen if, if what? like, the main characters just started dying off? And she's saying because of COVID. Oh, so, okay. That's all good. I mean, they'll recast them. They'll, I mean, that's just life. Listen, we keep going on. So, I mean, we're we're human beings. We're real resilient. So they'll just either recast somebody or they'll kill off the character. I mean, it's what they're doing with Black Panther right now. So. I don't I don't worry about that because uh, movies is movies movies either you're going to recast the the character either mm-hmm. you're going to kill off the character either you're going to end the, you know what I'm saying like it's it's so basic for them to just keep moving you know they're making listen money trumps death let's just put that out there of course look so, at all look yeah. at out of all the uh people like Elvis and Michael Jackson who are making money as they're dead already they're make, they perhaps right. making more money as they're being deceased right I right. mean but in a movie it's like say you have the face of Superman and the Superman died. Well, like in Harry Potter, the guy uh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore, when he died, they just put another Dumbledore in there. And That's what, what did they you, do? And That's what did what you say? Said. You said you like the new Dumbledore yeah, I like the better. The second Dumbledore, but he was like a secondary character, kind of sort of. No, he became or, more prominent as the yeah the second Dumbledore, but the first Dumbledore didn't really. It wasn't like people or, were invested in that actor in that role. Or Chloe, they could do something like Paul Walker in Fast and the Furious. And just his character rode off into the sunset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, but but whether it's death or just recasting for any type of reason, disagreements, it, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. It's Hollywood. Yeah. Kind of like Tony said, things you just move on and you recast and you still make a great movie. I mean, I don't think it, it's very rare, especially for somebody like Tony. He'll tell you himself, but like that people go to see the movie only because who's in the movie, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. I think. Look at look at Terrence Howard. When he when he was roadie. Exactly. Yeah. When Money he talks. In? He was in Iron Man initially, the first one. Wait, T.A. Yeah, Tower? He was War Machine. He was a Don Cheadle's character. Yeah. Or Don Cheadle was, was his character. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 And they switched he it actually, in Iron Man. He actually did better as War Machine than Terrence. Yeah, we, I mean, Terrence Harris did better than Don Cheadle did. Also, yeah. so. We had long talks that. about this. But yeah. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> she need a password. I need the password. <laughs> I mean, oh, she God, already has a password. Know, last no. night, I just texted my daughter and was like, can I have your password? So I have the password. <laughs> Yay. So, so now I will be able to watch it whenever. <laughs> Great job, Tony. You actually Thank asked you. permission as well. Look at that. <laughs> wow. You didn't swipe it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't throw it out in the air like somebody on the show. If somebody <laughs> would give me their password. Oh, yeah, wow. that's how you get things done. And then guess, guess who watched Mandalorian before you did? Are oh, you right? But it took you like five months. <laughs> <laughs> it 
took you like five months and it took my daughter about five minutes to give me that password. And how long it take you to watch the episodes, Tony? Nah, she sent me the pa- Oh, you were I see what you're saying, but still. Interesting. Now is this is this your daughter that lives there or the other daughter? Yeah, she yeah, they're living. Wait, it oh, took you better, that long to get the password? password? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yes, guys, apparently uh Shuri is not going to be the lead, but she's gonna have a more prominent role. So I thought that was gonna be interesting. So I guess yeah. She's not going to be the Black Panther yet, and apparently they'll probably recast. That's what it sounds like, mm. and make it, and probably release it closer to, I guess, release time. You know who would be a I good Black Panther? I think either that or Mbaku. They might make him the Black Panther. Duke, right? Yeah, what's the Duke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, the one who was the Great Gorilla. The Gorilla guy. Okay, so I think they should put Denzel's son as the new Black Panther. That would be cool. Yeah, he works. He works. Yeah, I can see. I, I can't see Umbaku as a black. Panther. I look at the Black Panther as small and agile and flipping mm-hmm. around and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's kind of built. Yeah, he's too big. Where you gonna be the the? He ain't gonna be the Black Panther. He's gonna be like the Black Lion or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you too big. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but also, they, they they tried to give it to him at the end of the first movie and whatnot. You know, declined it, but you know, also. Is Killmonger going to be in the second one? I think they'll try to figure out how to get him in there some type of way. I would say I would say in the third one. I'm still holding out for that. Michael B. Jordan needs to be in the next one. He's a part of the, you know, the series. The legacy. The legacy. He's busy, though. So I don't know. Also. He, ain't, he ain't that busy in the pandemic, is he? <laughs> he's writing, producing, directing. He's got a lot of That's what so. I'm saying. He's on he, magazine covers and whatnot. He got nothing but time. Like everybody else. Nah, that's that's not the case in Hollywood, dude. <laughs> yeah, because just because you don't see somebody in the forefront, they could be. That means they're really busy in the background. Well, he was just on a magazine cover, so he got time to take pictures. <laughs> I mean, that's the picture. He, he could took that picture at home. <laughs> <laughs> he got time to take pictures. I want him in the next I'll, Black Panther. Could be the new Black Panther. No, he can't. No, be. I said I'll in the next Black it. Panther. I'm with him in the oh, next okay. one. Oh yeah, he could be in the film. You got to me. You got to revive Killmonger, especially now. I don't think they're no. going to do it for the second one though. I think it's going to be on the third one. Personally, I don't agree with that. Listen, uh, what, man, what do you think about I, that, Tony? Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Black Panther, uh, but um, I think his character is really good. So. I agree. Don't bring him. Don't make him the villain of the very next movie or like um, I, I let him feel like because we don't really know if he died or not. Right. We're, we're going with the is he dead? Is he not? So let it be mysterious. We think like he's out of it, out of the MCU. And then, bam, the third one, he comes in, you know, whether he's be a good guy or a bad guy. I don't want the very next movie, you know, plus I feel like you could hold your cards a little bit, too. Right. Because uh, you got to think of these movies. Yes, they do connect. But then some movies get pushed to the side, like the Hulk, right? So he's only in the movies, but don't get his own movie. Black Panther got his own movie. So let's see. That's three Black Panther movies we could have. So we got a really good character that people could connect with, and we could do a third movie, you know what I'm saying? So it don't get stale. So when people might, like, let's say the second movie, people complain, however they try to write the character off. I don't know if I'm going to watch the third one, but then you throw Killmonger in there. Oh, never mind. I'm watching it. Not exactly. I think they're going to do it the same way they did the Winter Soldier. They're going. He's going to be an extra scene at the end of the film. So technically, he's going to be in Black Panther two without being in Black Panther two. He's going to be. I got you. you know, just like how they put him on ice. You know, with all the Wakandan tech. That, that, to me, that's very easy. Like we all said, it was very yeah. obvious that he had a 
a very dramatic death scene without actually confirming that he was dead. So the, I wouldn't to, mind him coming back and helping out or whatever. Just don't make him the Black Panther. That that would, that would kind of upset me. Yeah, I think we're yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. But I, wanna, I mean, if he, they he, wanted hmm. to make a storyline where the viewers could understand the character that physically look for right for the part, you got to know him. I mean, technically, it wouldn't be a bad sell. No, nah, it would be a bad sell. I mean, you know? to me, I feel like it would make more sense in the third because then his character arc would have a complete resolution for me personally. Yep. Like no, I, I said, I, I don't think you can complete that in the second film. That's what I'm saying. Yep. At the most, no. he should be uh, like a, a a scene at the end after the credits, the way that Marvel does. And then in the third one, get him back to help like halfway or a third mm-hmm. through the movie. And then he has his complete resolution as a, you know, as a character development. And then... He's really the besides Shuri, he's the one with the DNA to be the Black Panther as well. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. interesting too, especially because the Black Panther has already interested uh, interacted with the rest of the Avengers as well. So mm-hmm. you know, I wonder, you know, how they write them finding out that T'Challa's gone. Like, it's very a lot, a lot, a lot of ways they can go. With this. It's going to be cool, and I think they're going to really try to wow us as fans. So I, I, I want them to put their best. You know, I want them to. Like, like how I take my hat off for this episode of Mandalorian, right? They added, um, you know, they added so many throwbacks in a in a smooth way of bringing it up. And I feel like I, that's good. Right. When I was watching, I said to Sandy, that's good writing. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, when I said that was good writing was as simple as this. When she was trying to get him to grab the rock and he wouldn't. And then uh, he went in his pocket. And I, and I was thinking when remember when he uh, took the ball off. Right. The thing you guys follow me. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, because I switched back to Mandalorian, but I'm gonna tie it back in. Even when that when that happened, I was like, "Is he just gonna grab it and throw it back in the ship?" Right? But no, he put it in his pocket. Now that little bit, I was like, "Why is he even keeping it with him? What if he loses it?" Right? And that's his toy he liked to play with. So then, when even though it wasn't toy, so then when she tried to get him to get the rock and he wouldn't, and then when he kneeled down and went in his pocket, I was like, "That's good writing." Like he kept the thing that he signified with that he's always trying to take that he already used the force to take. So. I go back to Disney and the Black Panther, as long as they really do good writing, like tie it together, then I, and it, it, they could pull off Killmonger being a Black Panther if they do it right, man. Exactly. Like I said, mm-hmm. ambition is what I like. I mean, I think he's yeah. definitely going to end up the Black Panther because of the storyline and they didn't show him die. They showed him like, you know. I don't know. I'm kind of with Rick on this, man. I don't think they showed him getting buried, but they showed him lose his last breath at that point didn't he like no didn't he just fall off the the cliff and he didn't fall off the cliff i don't think no 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 no. Uh, guys he got and shout out to ricardo st john sock passe my bro so for me it's like all right he stabbed himself with the with the dagger with the blade whatever and then he fainted but that doesn't mean you actually die at that at that moment because he was talking moments before and you don't just die that quickly from a a knife wound or a dagger wound if we're being honest and I think the one big thing you guys are all forgetting, it's a comic book movie. No one's exactly. ever really dead. Thank you. Nope. That's Nobody. True. Superman they called died. The, they call it the fake death universe in MCU. So you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombies. Yeah. 
I think that speech that I think Rick referred to that speech when he said, you know, I want to go out like my ancestors. I'd rather death than bondage or whatever like that. Like it, that was very, very. And high. to me that I, and I agree with that completely, completely. That's why I think it can only happen on the third because right. essentially he would be resurrected against his will. And then you would have that whole character development as gotcha. well. So that, to me, that's why I think it'll fit if they do it, as Tony said, if they do it correctly. And I think Ryan Coogler and, you know, people like, oh, what's his name? Feige. Feige would be able to pull it off personally. Yeah, well, to, to the writing point of Tony, like that, that's the one good thing I've been hearing about the pandemic is that when people were especially on the like the real lockdowns, a lot of writers got a great writing done. They have nothing yeah. to do stuff like that. So even though there was no like shooting done, the writing, you know, probably yeah. was a high quality moving forward. Like absolutely, and perhaps they'll add this uh, aspect in production moving forward, giving writers space to write. As opposed to trying to rush things out, you know what I mean. Give them, give them, right. uh, give them that time. Yeah, rather than saying you you, you have a deadline and stuff like that, whatever. So, well, I mean, you're, cool. you're always going to need a deadline because I feel like that <laughs> deadline. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get what Mike was saying. Though. Yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. understand and agree as well. <clears throat> and then, does anyone else have any news that they want to share? Anyone in the comments? Anyone on the panel? Anything that's on your mind or in your hearts, guys? What's up? I just been gaming like crazy, building this new um, gaming brand. So all I got to talk about is gaming. But movies, I'm just, I'm dying for a Marvel movie. Personally, Black Widow's looking good. The the recent Wonder Woman trailer, the most recent Wonder Woman trailer looks amazing. Um, I think I heard uh, Campia say he felt there wasn't any good trailers, and I'm like, dude, did he see the recent trailer? Because it looked really good. Um, but um, yeah, movies and games. I'm just I just want more, but I understand that COVID is limiting a lot of things. Um, you know, but I'm looking forward to anything new. I'm just open. Absolutely. I, I'm curious if, if if HBO Max can do watch parties like Netflix and Disney Plus, uh, especially with Wonder Woman '84 coming out on Christmas Day. So if anybody can find out, can they do it? You know, let me know. Definitely, because everyone in the comments, we are planning on doing a mental theater. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 watch along for the day after Christmas, Boxing Day. So December 26th, which is a Saturday. So we're trying right. to uh, have a, a watch party before yeah, uh, mental theater, then talk about it afterwards. I had to really debate hard if I'm going to get HBO because I don't know where do I feel that I'm Wonder Woman ain't big enough for me to get HBO. I mean, I'd rather uh, go to the movies. Lovecraft but. Country, young man. Did you see the review? I never We were speaking to you specifically, never, sir. Yeah, well, the most I know about that show is from Chloe. I never even seen it. You should watch their review they did like, this week. Our review was pretty good. It was really. Uh -huh. Oh, you guys did our review. Mm -hmm. They did, and, and we talked to you two specifically to watch it. How do I don't know about that. Well, we send it know. in the chat. I don't know what else to <laughs> tell you. <laughs> you put it in the chat. Sure, yeah. we did. Yeah. Where the heck was I? Not to mention, <laughs> not to mention, you get the notifications from being a subscriber to the channel. So I don't know what else to tell you, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't we know. They definitely yeah. mentioned us in the review a couple times, so I agree oh. with that. Yeah, I feel like, okay, whatever. Yeah, I, you know me, I'm a watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watch everything. So. Yeah, so it made me want to watch the show, watching their reviews. So. Really no, I mean, just hearing Chloe talk about it makes me worry. Chloe said, listen, she said it's similar to True True Blood, which I loved. I mean, everything she said, but I'd never, literally never seen a trailer. So, like, I hear you, but I don't, I can't match it up visually, right? So like I hear you like oh man it's a good show whatever but I don't know what the characters look like I don't know if the yeah. weird like I don't know nothing the characters are attractive get... huh yeah. 
the characters are attractive. I mean, to your you know what? No, Chloe said that on the review. She thank said you, it thank you, Mike. Um, yes. Marketed well. Yeah, yeah, she said that. So yeah, and I think that's um, the biggest. But issue. I think the thing about HBO is HBO is where HBO markets on HBO, yeah. <laughs> so very very heavy. So if you don't have HBO, you you miss a lot of their yeah. trailers and marketing and stuff like that. Oh, that makes sense. That's yeah. true. Did you guys watch Watchmen? Well, no. you talked about it before, but no, so, uh, we watched the movie, but not the show. So listen, I'm with Josh and I are going to have to watch that and do a review on that because Watchmen is also <laughs> up there. Like, I think you guys would love Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hey, hey Josh. Um, so you seen what? <laughs> did, you, did you guys watch Watchmen yet? No, I think we're going to do that today. Okay. Hopefully. I was going to ask. Okay. I will watch it again. Mm, we're going to do How some many? negotiating later. We'll see. <laughs> How many episodes? Uh, nine or ten. And how long each episode? An hour. So if I if I watch that whole Witcher thing. so it, But you decided to binge watch it, number one. You'll like Watchmen is like one of those. And is it connected to the DC? Like the, I didn't watch the movie. But it's, um yeah, there's there's superpowers in it. There's the yeah, element but, of like superpowers. It's, it's, a, it's like a mystery type of... Uh, and has Regina King, right? Oh, Regina King killed it. She I watched Lovecraft first. She we'll see thank you, Miguel. Yes. Yeah. Look, look, Ricardo. I mean, the movie see? was good, though. No, listen, yeah, I didn't watch the movie, but Watchmen itself was definitely, um, it was very it's intriguing. It's one of those shows that you're just kind of <laughs> lost the first couple of episodes, and there's a whole bunch of things happening, and you're not, you're like, why is this happening? And um and then the build up like the writing is really well how it's done really well how it um releases the plot and then it ends oh. with a cliffhanger so you're like oh mm. what's gonna happen also news I saw uh apparently Godzilla vs Kong might want to go into streaming too I, 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 oh wow okay 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 let's be clear <laughs> listen I'm a <laughs> I'm a huge Godzilla fan so I don't care how that's coming out I'm watching it day one so if I gotta <laughs> pay for HBO if I gotta pay for Disney if I gotta pay I don't care what it's on I'm paying for that wow so that's, really? yeah, that's, oh, that's how right. much of a fan yeah I'm a huge Godzilla fan so I'll follow that anyway so. and I gotta see it day one so. see Ricardo right see they need to just listen to me Yes. See, Watchmen was better than the movie. See, that, that's a oh, wow. very powerful statement, E Money. Okay, it is a powerful statement. See, two people. See, I got co-signers out there. I don't just be talking. <laughs> mm. I don't speak unless I know what I'm talking about, gentlemen. Mm. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know all that. <laughs> it's true. Your stuff is recorded, so yeah, it is recorded. <laughs> it's on wax. On wax. On wax. And in response to that, I respectfully respond. I don't I hope you don't think I'm like talking out of my like <laughs> not that you would mind. You gotta set yourself up for that one, Diz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need that video, Tony Stark Jr. with the Joker. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and me, I need that. <laughs> you know what? I was looking for it the other day. Yeah, like I was I, in there. I was gonna put it in there. I'm like, dude, I, I spent about a half an hour. I'm like, where is that video? Yeah, I was looking for it as well. I didn't see it. Yeah, I was gonna put it in there, but um, I know I um, it's on my exter- external hard drive, so I will get it. Yeah, all right. So one of our shows. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but that's how I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I was gonna say to you, Josh. Um, Josh, did you tell her what you want for your birthday? That screen I sent you. That monitor? Oh, I did. I did send it to her. 
Woo! Yeah, that was magnificent. Yeah. Um, but I would actually want the PS5 before that, if I'm being completely well, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my brother actually <laughs> sent me a picture yesterday of him holding his PS5. Oh! Yeah. yeah. My cousin's boyfriend got one. They were playing it on uh, Thanksgiving on the big screen TV. Nice. Nice. Got the priorities. I mean, <laughs> All right, yeah, well, hold on. If you guys are done, my time is up. I got to get back to work. Peace out, Mike. But, uh, All right, Miguel. All right, Mike. But, uh, yeah, and I'll talk to you guys later this week, I'm sure. All right. Peace. Yeah. So you were saying, Tony? Yeah, I was just saying that, Um. yeah, some a lot of some people got the secure, we, we call it the secure the, uh, PS5. <laughs> so, um, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm loving this gaming news. I love when new systems come out. Every, it's Man, gaming is so cool right now, and I guess it's helping because the because I, I love movies so much. Right. So I feel like the 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 you know movies is not at the forefront right now. So it's just cool to see what's going on in gaming. Gaming is going crazy because next year is going to be very interesting. Because you asked this question on your I think your Stadia Source podcast, you were mm-hmm. you were asking what could they have done to make it more competitive with the new consoles, and I was saying if they were able to have the next yeah. gen graphics this year, but they strategically right. Uh, postpone it until next year i'm sure to get the sales up for the new xbox and the new playstation so i'm actually curious to see how competitive it'll be next year when you have stadia having next gen graphics and because it's it's a big thing right now in the video game world is that there's a, a, a um like a war right you got your graphic heavy people and i used to be one of them right and you got your people that's more into gameplay right so when Destiny 2 came out three years ago in September, I went, because I'm a huge Destiny fan, and again, I videotaped my life, I went and bought a 70-inch 4K TV and a PlayStation 4 Pro. Wow. I got the video of me going to Walmart. That I put the Walmart cashier in the video, wow. and I bought it, and then I played for 24 hours straight. Like That's how much I wanted to play in its absolute best quality, right? Now, I only play video games on my laptop. So you figure like, bro, you got a 4K <laughs> 70 inch TV right there. But I've learned that um, my one friend, he used to always say like the human eye could only see but so many pixels. Yeah. So he was like, we keep getting bigger and bigger. I, I used to argue with him. Yeah, but then the day you're still going to see how sharp it is. Right. You might not be able to tell like, oh, it got 180 pixels versus 24. But you're going to still see the sharpness and clarity, which I get it. Um. But what I've realized was once you're immersed and you're into that game, you almost forget how great it looks and you're into, oh, I got to fight this boss and I got to go up here and I got to jump and fly. And so I think the counter argument is, yeah, Google could have um, brought, it's called blades. That's what their their things are made of. They could have upgraded their blades now, which is really cool because you wouldn't have to pay for it. So that's the argument with cloud gaming is you, it, you could go out and buy a PlayStation 5 for $500 or you could play just purchase the game itself and play it on a free platform so then when they do upgrade their blades again imagine if they upgrade two playstation 5 standards or greater it's still going to be free so for some people like wait i could just buy the new game on that platform for free but anyway um i think it's a large people that's just into gameplay like me right now even though my laptop has 144 hertz which probably looked better than my 4k tv but it's only 1080p but it's the smoothness of it but uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think your question was great. And I, um, you know, I think um, they could have did that because that would have been really smart. So if you were trying to compete, but here's what I wonder, Josh. So we always look at PlayStation versus Xbox, right? And this versus that and Sony versus 
Apple. Mm -hmm. But the slap in the face is when you realize that Samsung was making the screen displays for iPhones. So it's like, we're saying who's better. And they're like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, so <laughs> I wonder if Google, if they have the gen, because they call it Stadia Gen 2, if it's ready. And they're probably, Sony and them was like, listen, bro, you're going to undermine us. We yeah. want to make money. And if you just come out with your Gen 2, which is going to be on par with us, but it's free, like, how are we going to make all this money? They're probably like, oh, that makes sense. I wonder, right? How much backdoor deals it, are there? Like even now, Microsoft spent seven point nine billion dollars to acquire um, um, Bethesda Studios, right? Right. Yeah. So, and even I watched a video that said that's how huge it is. That's more money than Disney paid to acquire Marvel and um, Star Wars. A, exactly. Right. That's more money. So, but now. Xbox is still going to allow Sony to have those games, right? So it's like, listen, there's so much partnerships. And we as we as consumers always wonder like, oh, this is better. That's better. And they're probably like, they're so stupid. We're like, all right, cool. You know? <laughs> so I wonder about stuff like that. You it, know? Is, it is very interesting. And it'd be very cool to see what happens next holiday season, perhaps when there's uh, right. less uh, COVID shenanigans going around. Yeah, man. Hopefully. That definitely messed things up. We had the PlayStation 5, the new Xbox. We got all that. We had, you know, um, stuff like um, Black Widow, all these movies. We got, we lost out so much with COVID. So I'm just hoping, like you alluded to the writing and stuff like that, people could, you know, have more time. I'm hoping that we show, we see like a, a, a like the next couple movies, like the, or the, the movies that was written and developed during COVID. I hope we're like, oh my like blown away right you know and i feel like we won't get that until the what the second wave of movies because you have all the, the first wave yep. would be the ones that got delayed like black widow yep. and 007 and whatnot so probably what yeah. next next holiday season again next yeah yeah i agree but all right guys thank you so much for joining us we appreciate it e-money in the comments ricardo and chris b and stadia pro gaming once again by the way are you guys going to do any uh streaming together in the future so here's what's cool. Um, so I think I told my story, real quick story, that uh, it was a guy. Oh, I sent you the video. The right. guy was like, um, yeah, there's some guy that want to do something with you, want to work with you. Well, he was talking about Stadia Pro Gaming. Ah. So we got, we're got we like, cool now. Um, he was streaming with me yesterday and everything. So, yeah, we got some stuff in the works. of, uh, And then it's going to be cool. It's not going to be just Stadia content. It's going to be like a, a old school gamer type, you know, talking about, retro gaming and stuff like that so stuff that you both of you guys would like and it's not this cloud stuff you know what i'm saying so but i'll keep you know i'll keep uh you know, Th there you the go route. because i mean like you said you you had such a great influx of new subscribers after the you yeah. know the marathon this uh stadia yeah. plus Mm -hmm. and the whatnot yeah. so imagine yeah, super saturday super saturday so imagine if you did that once a month anyway with all these new stadia gamers that you just met i think yeah. that would be pretty yeah. cool too yeah so but it's cool got some stuff in the works Thanks for asking the question, too. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And E-Money asks, I know this is off topic, but this will get you to watch the Watchmen show. Dr. Manhattan did a Martian Manhunter move. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what that meant, but I was wondering if, Josh, the reason why I asked you if you watched the show, because Chloe probably didn't watch the movie, <laughs> and you know Dr. Manhattan's character, so I was curious about that. Right. Yeah, that'd be very interesting to see. That's hmm. Okay. Thank you, E Money. Appreciate it. 
So I guess we, I guess after some very strict negotiations, we'll see if I uh, watch it today. Fair enough. All right, guys, have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace All right, out. guys, take care. Peace. Let's go. Ooh.